0: taking over.
1: It's the Doug Hopkins Flipping Real Estate Radio Show brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by My Home Group, also by Mortgage Tree Lending. You need a skilled professional in your corner that knows your financing options. That skilled professional is Kevin. Call him at 480-560-5555. Also, Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team. Get the professional to get the most money out of your property. Get him at 480-498-8000. And clear title, Shannon Deutsch. She is the business end of awesome. Call her at 480-278-8470. And of course... DougHopkins.com, the fast, easy way to sell your house. Go online, put in your address, and you're going to get a cash offer just like that. Or you can always call them at one eight hundred. Sell now.
2: Yes, yes. Good afternoon,
1: everybody. Dude, I pulled something. You know, like when, like, because we're old. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I can't. Every time I breathe, I'm like, ooh. You know that like pinch nerve thing in your back. Welcome to old I mean age, nothing, man. And I literally Welcome wasn't to old doing age. anything.
2: Uh, it hap- happens to me all the time, man. I sleep on my sleep on my shoulder or something. and I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, my yeah. shoulder, my joints hurt so bad. It'd
1: be one thing if I woke up like that. This just happened within like a moment, and I, I don't even know what happened.
2: <laughs> you know, they're talking about us being able to live to you know like 130 and stuff as a you know <laughs> like this. Like, and, and I'm sitting here going, there's, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we, we got
3: another <laughs> almost hundred years left. In there's no way. <laughs> well, the good thing is I got sandwiches today and Doug didn't add mayonnaise to it.
1: I it didn't to. There was a lot. of extra mayonnaise on it. It was It was awesome.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, try,
1: yeah.
3: Gotta stay healthy, man.
1: You we'll try our healthy. best, you know. You know, yeah. I got one of those elliptical things uh, over the week. I'm going to try to like my best to not be like over. You'll use it heavy.
3: twice and never use it again.
1: Well, see, then I can hang stuff on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, so, that's exactly what be. I
2: use it for in my room. It, <laughs> put hangs your shirts my, on there. My shirts and everything get to that's why they don't get wrinkled. You know, <laughs> you that way I feel good there? about it being in my bedroom.
1: <laughs> right? You it's know? like, yeah, look at me, I'm you working out, giving your
2: shirt a workout. However, you know, I do walk a lot. I do walk yes we've heard room. this in yes. fact, have you been rubbing it in are you leaving no, your, your challenge we, we tried to have a challenge and um, Dylan and I just smoked everybody <laughs> and yeah. it it literally just made them all quit <laughs> Dylan,
0: <laughs> Dylan are you and walking, hour walking thirty and
2: forty thousand steps a day and everyone's like yeah we're we're out <laughs> <laughs> done sorry
3: well I see Troy out there walking around all the time was he in it
2: Ron is out there. I've never seen Troy out there walking. Oh, yeah, I see Troy. Ron. Uh, he goes out there and talks on the phone and walks back and forth. And we try, my, my whole goal is to average 10,000 a day, ten thousand steps a day for the whole year. And I've uh, been able to do it the last couple of years. I'm actually over 11,000 steps a, a day this year. Uh, Most Mostly from walking 70,000 steps in two days last week. Um, <laughs> so you can
3: just sleep on the bed now for the rest of the month.
2: Yeah. Um, No, I've been, I've been, I've been still maintaining. Maintaining, Yeah, maintaining the ten thousand steps a day. He's
4: averaging thirteen thousand six hundred. You wow. just,
1: the thing is, you just don't have to call anybody to make them get out of bed at Sunday morning at 6 a.m., right? Yeah, no,
2: <laughs> Kurt was doing that. And, and what I said is, uh, you know, since it was just so dramatic, the difference between, and, you know, I'll, quite honestly, I, I wanted them to not always be out there walking, but working. So <laughs> I don't like so it, was, okay. it was not a good thing uh, to, to, make, to make everyone go crazy. So I just said average 10,000 steps a day, everybody, and uh, we'll get something really, really big at the end of the uh, month. And um, uh, I think some people just said, you know what, I don't want to do this. And so I don't think I'm going to have to do anything. And we (laughs) win as a team and we lose as a team. So um, there's a couple of people that have not been participating for the last week. And it's, it's, it's sad. I, I, I wanted I mean, to do something you're special. To, yeah, you're not supposed to.
3: Yeah, to give up. I, I hear the buzz around the office is where you're going for the Christmas party. I'm excited for that. Yeah,
2: I can't wait. <laughs> do you I heard anything. Know. What's I, going on? I I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do people no. plan this around you. Uh, I, they try to they, they try to tell me where they want to go, uh-huh. and then everyone has their own different plans, and then uh, uh, and and their own different dates, and it's always uh, real fun trying to come up with a date that works for everybody and everything. So my plan is this: I'm just going to tell everybody where it's in and I'm, and I'm going to say whoever wants it booked on this day uh, we're going on these dates and I'm going to book it and if they cancel for whatever Who's reason after book? saying yes I'm going to make them pay me back what's yes. booking because last in like year every, it was like six people that canceled oh. like a day before uh, or they got they broke up with somebody. <laughs> you know, we did it so far in advance yeah. that people are bringing boyfriends and girlfriends that yeah. they're no longer dating anymore and having to switch the names and everything else. It was, it was, uh, total it was a total nightmare. It was it was a pain. Yes. Yes. So well, I'm excited. I've learned I, from my mistakes.
3: You've learned. Well, I always yeah. get the token invite, which I appreciate. And uh, weird. You weren't wait. on the
4: last one. So
3: yeah, I wasn't <laughs> on that one in either. California. Was that no, no that was a cruise. Oh, no, we cruise. went on
4: a cruise. I think I was, I was somewhere else. I was invited. Oh, you definitely weren't invited. 100%. <laughs> I made sure of that, Kevin. Oh,
1: actually, Damon invited D- me. D- Dylan, are you the <laughs> one that blocked my invite, too? <laughs>
4: yeah, I was like, you know what? Uh, Kevin for sure can't come. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
3: Doug tried to give me his suite, but they wouldn't let him, so... <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't
2: let me do a sweet i, I hate carnival cruise i know yeah. bring that up, up again bring it up yeah. yes yes hey Awful i gotta companies. i gotta i gotta do a public service announcement okay right let's hear it so i, I ran into uh, a house i went out to a house in tempe uh, a few days ago and the family that owned this house is a, a, a nice family they've, they've you know had the, they bought it in the 70s and they've had family members you know grow up there and then they go out and then their kids take it over. And it's, it's a, it's a cool little house in, in Tempe in a, in a great area. Um, but the insurance was done, you know, back in like the, the seventies and, and early eighties and they were underinsured on the property. Wow. So they had a fire and it, it was a total loss. The house, uh, you know, it was, you know, fully, uh, it, it, the, the fire ruined the, the inside of the house so it, it literally in the house had asbestos, and they had to do you know all this stuff to to clean that up and literally the amount of uh, the insurance was i don't know a hundred 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 and fifty thousand dollars or something you like can't that. rebuild with that. the house is is a five hundred fifty thousand dollar house. And, you know, they bought it for like forty grand back in the day and, and you know, so they were underinsured and two hundred and fifty thousand dollars light on repairing the home. Wow. And so they've been sitting there trying to figure it out and fighting with the insurance company, but it's like, you know, those are your limits. And so I, I implore everybody to go and make sure that you are not that you're insured for the amount of the house. Well, they
3: have the thing and- called guaranteed replacement. Which on all new policies, they have we have to have that to do alone where it doesn't matter. The, this what the was free and
2: clear. Was. They've owned it since the 70s. Right, right, right.
3: That's true. So without having a mortgage company there, maybe watching that. Absolutely. Um, just yeah. make
2: sure because, you know, a lot of people, their homes have appreciated significantly. And you don't think about it. Yeah, right. significantly. And, and the cost to build And if it. you've owned that house for 30 years and don't know, you know, you're just paying your insurance payment thinking that you're, you're set, but you haven't changed that insurance you know, premium as far as um, you know the replacement value, you could really get caught like these people did and be stuck there. Going, okay, we have a f- we have a shell of a house and and we have to get a loan now to build it back up mm-hmm. of two hundred fifty three hundred thousand dollars, which is eight times the, you know, the amount that they've they you paid know, for it thirty or forty years ago.
3: And the sad thing is, yeah, fifty it's fifty years they've they've been 50, paying on yeah. that. And and think of, and now the insurance companies, I like, guess, yeah, sorry. That's just, that's horrible. Yeah. Hopefully they have no other recourse
2: against them or. You know, I told them to probably talk to a lawyer, but, uh, you know, I I don't, I don't know. Even that though, you you never know. But, uh, you know, it's something that I go over all the time too. And, and, um, uh, with, with all my houses, uh, because, you know, you don't realize how much money you know the houses have gone up, especially over the past ten years? That you know some houses have doubled, some have tripled, and you've got to go over your insurance policies and make sure that you're you're right. You're, and, you're, you're, and you and, and a good thing is to have an insurance company that will actually look at that for you and make sure that you're you know you have the right coverage. Right, and you got the someone right in your corner.
3: You know, yeah, that's key. Well, and not only the house is going up, but the cost to rebuild. That's what's oh God, really that's good. Awful. So the materials tend even. Gosh, five years ago to build a house, it's so much more expensive now. I mean, Labor, materials, right? all of it. If you don't see that word in your insurance, guaranteed replacement, then you need to, you need to get a new policy or figure it out. Because, yeah, that's, that way you're set. So no matter what happens, they have to replace the house as, you know, uh, put it back to new.
2: Yep, so another public service announcement. Yep. This same house. Okay. Um, My goodness, these people. Th- yeah. This same house, poor folks. Uh, the 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 house is worth about five hundred and fifteen thousand. The Zillow value is five hundred and ten thousand dollars. I think right. it's worth five fifteen. Brand new though, with everything in it, probably five forty. Right. They already know because they have the bids from the uh, from all the contractors. That it's going to be between two hundred and fifty thousand and three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to fix up, depending on what what, what right. you want to put in there, and. So minimum two fifty minimum. That's just getting it standing. Right. So you know when when something happens like a fire, uh, people look for those. Um, there, there's there's people, the companies that kind of do what I do, but they're really just wholesalers uh, that look for that and they find out the houses that burned down and then they'll start contacting those people trying to get it under contract, saying hey. You take the insurance money, we'll fix it up. Well, these people didn't want to sell. It's been their family home and for 50 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they figured out that they weren't going to be able to pay for it, they wound up signing with, um, uh, with a company that just happened to call them. And, um, and they're snakes. So right? I went out there, and he's like, yeah. He goes, they didn't, they didn't close yet, but I signed with somebody, and it's past the close of escrow date, and, they, and now they're wanting to come down a little bit on the price. And I said, well, what are you signed for? And he said four hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars. Oh jeez. I said, Sir, four hundred and thirty-nine thousand. No it needs two hundred and fifty thousand dollars at minimum. Mm-hmm. Right. I go, there's, there, no there's way. nobody that is going to pay it. And I go, hold on a second. I took out my phone and I went to my emails, and sure as heck, about six different companies have put this house out saying that the value of the home is seven hundred thousand uh-huh, dollars, which geez. is complete a complete lie. And um, and putting it on the market for like four sixty nine nine. And uh, Still, those numbers. Even if it was that, the numbers still don't make sense. Yeah, no. it doesn't. Afford- but it's been—it's been—you know—they've been marketing it. Just watch out for all these fly-by-night companies because they are just going to waste your time and try to scam you. That's my two public service announcements for the day. <laughs> PSA is right
1: here yes. with the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show on KTAR. Coming back with more next.
2: Don't let your house
0: burn down. Buy it, sell it, invest it, or flip it. He's the number one realtor in America, and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: My home group is proud to announce a new partnership with the Doug Hopkins team and DougHopkins.com. Locally owned since 2005, Chaparral High School graduates Mark Hutchins and Jeremy Clevin have grown my home group to almost 20% of the local market share. With the power of DougHopkins.com, the countless years of experience and knowledge, along with the integrity of Doug Hopkins team and over 30 offices here in Arizona, my home group has become the place for real estate agents to get business done. My Home Group's created a low-cost maximum value model and fee structure, giving Arizona real estate agents the best chance to run and grow your business. My Home Group has more top 100 agent teams than any other broker in the state. With real support, training, and collaboration, 70% of My Home Group agents close at least one deal a month. My Home Group did over $8 billion in production and over 21,000 transactions in 2021. Call us now at 480-685-2760. That's 480-685-2760 or go to myhomegroup.com.
0: He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It is the Doug Hopkins
1: Flippin' Real Estate Radio Show, brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group. Also, by Mortgage Tree Lending. Call Kevin at 480-560-5555. Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team. Get him at 480-498-8000. And, of course, DougHopkins.com. Fast, easy way to sell your house. You go online, you put in your address, and you're going to get a cash offer just like that. (sighs) How amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix, check this out, Phoenix Agent Magazine, Gilbert and Scottsdale among the safest cities in America. Wow. Yeah, kind of cool. Wallet Hub came out with a new report saying over 180 cities that based on 41 indicators of safety across three main categories, Gilbert came in at number four, and we also had Scottsdale in at number 10. And then check this out, a couple more that popped on the list. Chandler came in at number 14, Mesa came in at number 32, and Tempe at number 38. What was number one? Uh, they came in number one was Nassau, New Hampshire. Huh. You know, I started thinking about it, was, it and is out that all a the city? Is
2: it? <laughs> I've yeah. never even heard of Nassau, New Hampshire. <laughs> there you go, man. There
1: you go. That's you can't rob <laughs> You're it out
2: of it. How how many what's the population of somebody look it up real fast? What's the population of Nassau, New Hampshire? I'm just Nassau
3: so, You know, we gotta say N A
2: S H A U. I
1: do feel safe in Gilbert for sure. Do you know what I started thinking? I was like where was your Airbnb, dude? It wasn't intended. was in Tempe
2: Scottsdale border.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right there, it must have been a Tempe property. Yeah. yeah, it was a Tempe property. There, we got you go.
2: That.
4: See, Wallet Hub doesn't lie. One point four for the metro area. One point 4, four million.
2: Nassau County. No yeah. way. That's quite a bit. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm, New Hampshire, man. I mean, they pack them in back east. You remember? Yeah. <laughs> of all things, well, actually, can I name? Can you name a city in New Hampshire? oh Nassau Nassau, Nassau? yeah <laughs> I can
4: see can Hartford you in Vermont? Yeah. just kidding 42 I uh, was gonna
2: say there's Nassau no County, way New York it's original. Oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
4: for, yeah so for, that's
3: that's
2: Did you me never city in Vermont seriously either one of you no anybody I mean I can't or the capital I, I have no idea Wow! Geez, I can't name a single awful. city. You know what? We're, I got a town that. in Vermont. I mean, yeah. Well,
3: that's why we have Google. <laughs> we don't need to know all that stuff. Remember? Remember we're in school, and they'd be like, "What are you going to have? Like something in your pocket that will tell you all the answers?" And we do now. Yeah, it's kind of cool. All we're right, have Burlington. to learn this math problem. Oh, <laughs> Montpelier. Was what happens if you
4: Montpelier, don't- Vermont, is yeah. the capital? Woodstock. Yeah. Stowe. Hmm? Saint Johnsbury. Killington, Burlington. Rutland.
2: Hey, maybe that's the Burlington Curve Factory, Factory as well. As well. <laughs> we
4: need to travel more, dude.
2: I guess so. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been to more than half the states. Really, but I've never been to Vermont or New Hampshire, and I've never been—I've never been to the upper northwest either. Connecticut, all those places. I've been there. Montana. You've I've been to Montana. I've not been to Montana. I have not been to Oregon. I've not been to Washington. Really? Huh. huh. I wanted to go, out. and then it seems like it just got crazy over there for the last few years, and I've decided. Yeah, I now it's kind of not worth going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like, I can't go to downtown. Well, we have our—you
3: know—we have our friend in Portland, Keith. We got to go up and visit him sometime. He's loving it up there. Is he? Yes. He Good. sends me videos all the time. Good. It's beautiful there. Just to stay away from the well the cities,
2: the yeah. cities downtown
3: area, <laughs> like
2: anywhere in the actual city. I heard, I heard Bend, Oregon, is really nice. Do
3: you yeah. a Bend lot of awesome. beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know the crazy thing, and I saw this in Ireland was they're taking um, streets and making them into walkways and bike paths instead of cars. Yeah, and so the traffic is horrendous because they're against cars. Where's which, this uh, in Ireland? And they're doing it in Portland too. They're they're getting rid of traffic, instead of expanding it like we do here, mm-hmm. so we can we can drive, they want you to be riding bikes, so they're getting rid
2: of uh, Carly. How long do you think it'll be before we become, like, literally the Jetsons, where we have flying cars and stuff like that? You know, that? I thought we'd have them, like, when I was By 16. Now, yeah. I'm pretty
3: upset. I was thinking, oh, when I was 10, I was like, in six more years, I'll have a flying right? car, I'll be flying around. Yeah, I don't, don't know, technology. I don't know if
4: you're really upset, though, because you're still holding on to that really slow Hellcat in the parking <laughs> lot, and <laughs> Doug and I have electric wow. cars that are just buzzing past you. So no, we actually, do
2: beat you off the line, Kevin.
4: I, that is true. Yep, But
3: when we're flying down the freeway, when I'm not counts, talking about that. When I'm it not counts, talking about that. When you
4: need to get somewhere, you, you take the hell okay. I just want to let the state police know that Kevin only no. wins in a
2: race above 80 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour. Easy does no, it there, easy. mister.
1: I know
4: your dad's a, a police officer. I call him make sure no one's
3: around. <laughs>
1: All right, another article. Closed and pending sales rise in Arizona, or in Phoenix area. Both pending and closed sales rose in Maricopa County during September. Oh, my gosh. No. When was that? When was that? This is according to Phoenix Realtors.
2: It's not true. What month was that? It's flat out not true. That is a falsehood lie right there. What month?
1: It says right here. Both pending and closed sales rose in Maricopa County during September, according to the latest market update from Phoenix Realtors. September, maybe. It says closings rose 2.4 percent year over year with 172 year homes year. sold compared to 168 it, <laughs> okay, last okay. year.
4: Okay, okay, I can buy the year over year, but not month over month. You know why? Because last year was. Even more down. Correct. Yeah. So I can buy that. You're over But year, not, not month over month. Not month over yeah. month. You know month crazy? over month, we are down.
1: You know what the difference on that is? 172 homes last year. It's 100 uh, in comparison to 168. So four homes is that difference. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out, though. On pending sales, they increased by a smaller margin of 0.8%, with 122 homes going under contract compared to 121 last wait, year. Okay, wait, wait,
2: wait. What? It's not, not true. 122. Last year, there's way more than 122 houses.
1: Are, this, is a, this says right here in 122 homes going under contract where? compared to 121 a year ago. But here where? In Phoenix.
4: Here,
2: no, in Phoenix.
1: Phoenix
4: has There's, more than 122 pending houses. There is not a chance. I'm these. looking this up right now. No, I, absolutely. Chris, where do you get this stuff? Chris from? goes, how
1: to it's piss and <laughs> This is so exactly.
2: bad. It's not true. I'm okay, you, okay real quick. Up from the Just registers. in our
4: MLS right now, we have 4,425 pending properties. So where the 100 come
1: in? I, you know what I'm pulling this right off of the date I'll, I'll pull it up for you <laughs> now I gotta pull it up so you can see it,
2: <laughs> he just, it sounds maybe like we, we should invasive. go over this <laughs> this show before we get on the air so you, we're not saying hey there's been 122 houses right, sold in on. all of, all right, all then, of Phoenix on. I'm pulling I'm up a, just the city of Phoenix it, here it, right now boys
1: are you? yeah You're just Phoenix okay and then I'll pull up the thing that I found it on
2: was that Phoenix Agent?
1: Uh, yeah, it's Phoenix Agent Magazine. That's the person that put this one out. Closed and pending sales <laughs> rise in Phoenix area. So Is that
4: per week? Per this day? This sale was
1: according to Phoenix Realtors. And look, it even has the R Just copyright. in
4: Phoenix, pending right now. And it's October 21st. There are 692 pendings just in Phoenix. 692? Yes.
1: Well, then I'm going to send a harshly worded letter <laughs> to these people and tell them that
2: their yes. stats are just plain off. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get back to fact checkers, right? Yeah. Who's fact checking this? I don't even know. Guys, I'm going to get you know? Tina
2: Tambor to come on this show, and, and she can go over yes. all the numbers. She, does she a loves crop that report. stuff. Yeah. She does a cronfer report. People, people all over pay a ton of money. You have to be a licensed realtor to... To get it, but it tells you exactly what's going on. How many houses yeah. have sold year over year, <laughs> month over month, day over, day over day. Even I mean, she gets granular in her. She, they study the whole market. They are uh, they graduated in math. The bunch of the people over there uh, with a mathematics uh, yeah degree.
3: like a degree of and, masters.
2: Um, I didn't even know that was a degree. I just couldn't wait to get out of mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> it's statistics. Yeah. So what,
4: in regards to statistics, right now there are in Justin. Fee- Phoenix, we'll keep talking about Phoenix, 2,182 actives as of right now, and with roughly 700 pendings, that means there are one-third of the properties, uh, that's a ratio of one-third from active to pendings that are under contract there. So very interesting.
2: Yeah.
4: I very, know we very interesting. Start, you start doing your own-, your own uh, So if there's 2,800 homes- Yeah,
2: we need to open up our own Phoenix- Uh, agent magazine with with stats (laughs) that are actually (laughs) true yeah so there's 2800
4: in phoenix metro 2900 active and pending properties and only a fourth of them are under contract so if you're thinking of listing your home in phoenix It's probably important that you have a really good company behind you because if only one-fourth, 25% of the properties are under contract right now, that means your home is getting a lot of competition.
2: As of of this minute, and it, it changes in real time, how many actives are there on the market in the Phoenix metropolitan area? In our MLS, let me pull
4: that up here, get rid of Phoenix, just actives.
2: We have... Is it over 15,000 yet? 14, it five. Well,
4: yesterday it was over 15, but now it's 14,500. Got it. And 46. Okay. I just shot a video and I said over 15, so now I look like a liar. <laughs> just <laughs> tell me you got it from Dude. Chris. Yeah. Tell him you got it.
1: All right. You guys can say all you want, man. All I do is pull up articles <laughs> and ask you about them. <laughs> Far be it from me. You well, want me to check another article and see if <laughs> this is right. All
4: right, all right, Kevin. You're the master of Gilbert. How many active properties are in Gilbert?
3: I would say there's probably 480,
2: 620. Let's see How many you, you think? think? I, I'm guessing 620. I did 480. What, what is
4: it? 329. Wow, I was closer. 329. That I don't would think.
1: Wouldn't you think there'd level. be
4: more there? Or? No, everybody loves Gilbert. It's the safest place to live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't you listen to your own notes? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I thought it was Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah. Was my what bad. about Mesa? Guess, yeah. guess Mesa. Mesa Six hundred and twenty. I'd say
1: five hundred. <laughs> Let's go for eight hundred. What is it?
4: It's searching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's searching. We got to get better Wi-Fi here.
4: Yeah.
2: One thousand sixty-eight. Wow totally smoking nobody wants right to
4: live there <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, mace is awesome all right coming back more to the doug hopkins flipping real estate show right here on ktar
0: over fifteen thousand real estate transactions and growing this is the flippin real estate radio program with doug hopkins from discovery channels property wars so take me is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. All right, secrets don't make friends over there talking.
1: <laughs> Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group. Also by Mortgage Tree Lending. Kevin's the man. Call him at 480-560-5555. Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team. He's at 480 498 And of course, DougHopkins.com. Go online, put in your address. You're going to get a cash offer just like that. Or you can call them at 1-800-SELL-NOW. Hey,
2: Kevin, I have a yes, question. Sir. I have a question for you. This is uh, and this just came to me off the top of my head, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Nice. <laughs> um, and, and I talked with about, I went to in with uh, my home group uh, yesterday and the, the, the powers that be over there. Great company, by the way. Great uh, ownership, leadership. Met them. Yeah, very um, good guys. And uh, they have in-house counsel and, and uh, a ton of brokers, and, and so I was uh, Dylan and I went over there yesterday and talked with the, the, the brokers and and um, uh, we came up with a with something that I think is I th- I want to make sure that you would what you think about this as um, as interest rates get higher yes. and uh, money to put down uh, becomes even more important to either lower your payment uh or lower your your, lower your monthly payment uh or lower your out of out of pocket uh fees. Say I have a house I just bought, right? I bought a, I bought a house. It needs a bunch of repairs. I'm going to have to um, have the house painted inside and out. There used to be a, a program back in the day with new, a new construction, and Trend Homes used to have it. I don't even know if Trend Homes is around yeah. anymore. Sweet. But it was called Sweat Equity. Yes. And you could go in and paint the inside and the outside of the house, and they gave you a credit for the paint. Correct. And the, and the job. Can I do that with my house's and have somebody come in that wants to purchase it, wants to fix it up themselves, and um, and give them a credit for painting my house?
3: Yes, you can. As a matter of fact, I researched this with Dylan a little while ago. It's an FHA program, and basically what you're doing is you're giving them credit for the work that they would have to pay to have someone paint it, right? They supply the paint, but you go there, and you actually paint the house, and they have, you know, got supervisors there making sure that you know you know what you're doing who's the yeah. supervisor me
2: no no it would be yeah, <laughs> a, a building contractor
3: supervisor. so yeah so what happens is basically the appraiser would um estimate the cost of of what it would cost to do the painting and then you could give them a credit for that for the um so instead of let's say it's going to cost three <laughs> or four grand to paint it you do that yourself that's a that's a four grand credit
2: Three or four grand. Them. What? What? When was the last time you painted a house? Is it like five hundred square feet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know yeah. what painters are getting you know two, two, two fifty a square foot right now.
3: Yeah. So let's say so it's if you're if you're if you're painting grand. the
2: inside of, inside and outside of the house and it's fifteen hundred square feet, just call it two bucks a square foot for simplicity reasons. That's right. three thousand dollars per inside and, and and so six grand.
3: Yes. Uh, uh, yes. You can we. Haven't used that program, like you said, in probably 20 years, but it is available. It's just with FHA. So again, you got the FHA limits to look at. But yeah, you can use that money for down payment. Then you don't have to put the money down. So you, you need three and a half percent down on an FHA loan. So that would go towards the down payment.
2: Got it. And is there a certain amount that you can... that it, say The if max we, amount? We, yeah, say if it was three bucks a square foot to paint it. You know, because we're – is there an amount – I mean, I'm sure – again, I'm putting you on the spot here. Right, I don't know no, exactly what it is. But. It's
3: for the – per the appraisal. So the appraiser who's a disinterested third party, they're going to they're gonna do the amount. They're not going to say, oh, we're going to give you, you know, 15 grand credit for painting
2: the house. All it's, right. It's so so say – What if, I, if you're I, renovating
1: I, the whole thing?
3: Well, there's certain things – you know, you're not a skilled contractor, right? These are buyers that usually have other jobs and stuff. So there's only a certain amount of things that they could probably okay. do, you
2: know, but so, yes. And so right now in the state of Arizona, um, if if something costs over $1,000 as, as a repair or a fix-up, um, it has to be done. It's supposed to be done if you're going to sell that house within a year by a licensed contractor. Would right. That Would that part be waived because it's...
3: Well, again, it goes back to, you mentioned paint, because paint's something that probably most normal people could do. Uh, besides that, we were kind of racking our brains on other things that you might be able to do. And it's hard to say that, you know, just a normal person could do anything other than paint. So to say that uh, it'd have to be a licensed contractor, I mean, what's a thousand bucks that you can think of that... Most, most houses need. Like, like the trim on Some flowers. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> that's about
3: it.
4: So, <laughs> so Maybe you a c- did, couple ceiling fans. You
3: did bring up uh, uh, some uh, uh, landscaping. That is something that a normal person could do if they're going to wow re- redo the landscape. Redo pavers whatever.
2: and all that stuff. So could be thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, so it's very up, vague. So you'd have to set up the appraisal beforehand.
3: You have to let the appraiser know that, that that's what you're looking for. And we can write that in the notes when we send the appraiser out.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're trying to do that, right? So we're going forward, moving forward. We're going to try to come up when, you know, when there's, uh, when there's problems, which we have problems and and issues, which is high interest rates, right. You know, high closing costs, trying to buy down rates and that sort of thing. What, uh, what my job is as a industry leader in, you know, is to figure out solutions to that, to that problem. So that's why I'm racking my brain so that to make it so it's easier for people to get into a house um, yeah it's a
3: great idea i mean people would happily paint their own house if that saves them six seven
1: grand or dude i yeah. did the flooring in mine you know and redid yeah. the i put a whole garage door in my house i don't know if they'd let me do that but <laughs> yeah i
3: mean that's where it gets a little bit uh dicey for an underwriter to say okay it's just yeah. perfect like if, if you're you know, obviously handy and you know how to do things and the builder, again, it has to pass an inspection. So you do that and they, they do the cost and then you could get away with that. And again, I looked into this quite deep and I spoke to a couple underwriters and it's, it's a little bit vague and people haven't used it a lot and they haven't really changed the rules from where it was 20 years ago. So yeah, as, as long as it's, it's basically manual labor that you're doing to cut down on the amount of money you have to come in with. And it, it's it's genius. It's just uh, a lot of the builders were doing it back in the day. Um, Rudy
2: did it, actually. Our buddy Rudy did yeah. his house. <laughs> I, like, I sold a ton of houses that, that did that, yeah. you know, a ton of them. They'd go um, on a
3: Saturday, they'd give them the paint,
2: and they would go and, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, Steve oh did that too. I, I remember I, I represented a buyer, and it was the worst paint job I've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah, make sure you know what you're doing.
3: At one point, Rudy called his friends over to come help. Anyway, wait, wait, wait. we won't get into that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Yeah.
2: Well,
1: didn't, can't those backyard renovations turn into like a lot of money? Didn't you pay a they bunch are. of money to do your backyard? Oh yeah, yeah.
3: yeah but yeah. I don't want Doug putting my sprinklers in.
2: <laughs> Trust me, that would never happen, bro. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was with him when we sold cable, and Doug was an installer, and that was putting oh, God, it loosely. Dude.
1: He would you <laughs> Doug does has zero He <laughs> like had a
3: staple gun and you had the cables all across the wall, but I, it worked.
2: I needed one more sale to get my bonus. It was eight o'clock at night the last night he of the stable, thing. And I saw the thing. And you they I only, asked <laughs> them. I asked them it like, like Braille? I'm have to look like go up like and over the door. Is that okay? And they're like, Yeah. I'm like, I okay. don't
3: care. They wanted cable. But it's funny because they only would like inspect one out of ten, and Doug just prayed they didn't inspect that
2: one. <laughs> Most of them were easy. Most of them literally, you'd all you'd have to do is plug into the to the right. uh, outside of the box, and then literally run a wire from the wall to the TV. And it was easy. And then and there were some the where, you know, on the was, other side yeah, of the room. if the TV was on the other <laughs> side of the room.
3: I just don't, like, and you didn't know what you were stapling into, but now it was. It I worked. didn't get
2: electrocuted. Sounds good, man. You know? <laughs> I'm surprised you wired something.
3: Well, they made <laughs> all the salesmen into installers, and not knowing that we don't know what the hell we're doing when it comes to installing, we can sell the cable, but we. Yeah. Anyway, he still I doesn't know it. what he's doing. Hey, I
2: could I could make a wire. I can crimp a wire and put the put the fittings on. actually actually you knew what crimp means. I wow, dude. Press. Yeah. I'm, I stop yourself yeah. oh, right I'm there, man. Right you know, right you right know how to crimp? Uh huh.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> can you imagine me and Doug driving around in the summer for four hours every night? One well,
1: of those were big tool belts with all the extra stuff in there. You know, crimper tools. a
4: tool belt. had a toolbox, but no <laughs> tool
3: belt. He had that and a staple gun. That
1: was
2: his staple stapler. I need my sticker oh cable my guy.
3: <laughs> we had those were some good times though. We would sell a lot of cable back in the day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was fun the uh I found out real quick um that you wanted to go in places that turned over quite a bit, and that was uh, mainly a, a mainly little bit apartments. rougher, air,
3: rougher areas,
2: rougher areas, yeah. And so I got a, I got a knife pulled on me, had a gun pulled on me, I got chased by chickens, chased <laughs> by chickens, Guadalupe. oh yeah, harrowing. Guadalupe, chased by yeah. chickens, one hundred percent. They were running the roads, and they're mean. Chickens are mean, man. <laughs> they're definitely. I don't birch. know, I don't know what Dylan's doing getting <laughs> chickens at his house, but they're, they're mean. They don't, they don't like you. First, First they're of like all, me. They they'll can be an smell the air. They, well, they smelled a lot of it too, because I went running, and I'm not very fat. But Did I you smell like KFC
4: oh. right before you walked in, or what was uh, going no. on? They were just trying to get some revenge for, for their first, brothers and sisters. The, f-
3: the first house we went to that Doug was showing me how his little spiel is, the guy had some substance abuse problems, and uh, he started screaming and yelling obscenities at us, and I were like, Doug, I'll try my own pitch.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so it was the middle of the summer. I don't think they had any air conditioning in their house, so they had the door propped open with a rock. And um, and he was, I'm like, hello, sir. My name is Doug Hopkins, I'm with Dimension Cable. You know, we have a free installation going on right now, would love to. He goes, Get the heck out of here! And he said, Didn't say heck, and said other things, and then slammed the door in my face. And it bounced back, and it hit him in the head because it hit the rock. Hit the rock. Hit the rock. <laughs> and Kevin <laughs> starts laughing. I start laughing, and the guy's like, "Ah!" And he made him even more mad. And he did it again.
3: <laughs> yeah, he thought it was our foot. He forgot he had a rock there, and he kept slamming the rock.
2: <laughs> and he did it again, and don't and hit me! I'm like, we're not hitting you. man! He just it away. Kevin's um, like, you know what, Doug? I'm going to do this on my own. I'll, I'll see, see you later, later man. Good luck. <laughs> and,
1: and you still decided
3: to do it after that? Oh yeah, no, we did it every summer for four years. It was the best job ever, Uh, you know, because you got. You only had to work three or four hours and you sold two cables you made a hundred bucks and we were 19 and that was a lot of money back in the
2: 80s heck yeah they bought a lot of uh, uh chewing gum beer yeah <laughs> What's, uh,
3: you could get us you could get a 12
2: pack of keystone, keystone. for five keystone bucks man. Yeah. yeah keystone light that was our beer of choice back then
3: wow yep. yep so that was a lot of keystones and uh and we could sleep in and, and play water volleyball
2: dude i was in california last week for the the game yeah. and uh bought a six pack of Coors Light $19. Oh my gosh. Oh, jeez. Love California,
0: baby. <laughs> All those,
2: they need those taxes. Yep.
0: From investing to rehabbing to profiting, this is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
4: Just know you're not.
2: I'm, make this place your I'm Doug Hopkins with my home group and DougHopkins.com. If you're looking to sell your house and want the convenience of a guaranteed cash offer, I'd be honored if you gave us a try. I've been working in Valley Real Estate for 25 years and have purchased over 18,000 homes during that time. DougHopkins.com offers you peace of mind while selling your house. Since I'm paying you cash, there are no banks involved, no closing costs, no expensive real estate commissions, and you can sell your house in as-is condition with no repairs. I take care of everything. DougHopkins.com will give you an honest cash offer for your house. We'll put it in writing and we'll guarantee it.
3: Highlands Mortgage, 480-560-5555. That's 480-560-5555.
1: Highlands Residential Mortgage, Corporate NMLS ID, 134-871, Equal Housing Lender.
0: Make your home the best flipping home on the block find the right contractors, and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show, brought to you by the Doug Hopkins
1: team, powered by my home group, also by Mortgage Tree Lending. Kevin German, call him at 480-560-5555. Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team, get him at 480-498-8000. And of course, DougHopkins.com. Go online, put your address in, and you're going to get a cash offer just like that.
3: You know, we talked the other day about a lot of the realtors getting out of the business because Mm -hmm. there's no business, and I just uh, saw a stat on a reliable source. I don't know where you get yours. (laughs) uh, It said that over 100,000 loan officers are exiting the business.
1: Where'd you get that stat? That's just... (laughs) No, off the top of my head. (laughs) That must be be nationwide, I would
3: imagine. Yeah, Yeah, it's nationwide. So what's happened is so many people that got into the business when, you know, the refis, it was was. It was crazy. It was crazy, but then they... They just didn't, a lot of them didn't know what they were doing. And I run into this a lot. I'll get panic calls from realtors who had listings and they heard from their realtor that, oh, call Kevin, see if we can fix it. Just had one the other day where they're like ready to close week before. And they said, oh, we can't count the income. What do you mean you can't count it? Well, they're self-employed. I said, you can fix this. And I kind of told them how to do it. Cause I, I'd rather make sure the buyer got in the house. I, I don't want to take the loan from them. No, I'll teach them how to fix it, but they get so ego driven. They won't even return my calls because they're like, I'm not going to let someone tell me how to do my job. I go, well, you didn't do your job. Yeah. So now I'm going to tell you how to fix it. If, if it's possible and have some solutions. Cause right now it seems a lot of LOs that go on the computer, it says no. And they stop. they like, wow, well, we can't do it. They don't think outside the box. They don't, Understand the intricacies of how to talk to an underwriter, how to make a loan make sense. And um, so I'm seeing a lot. So we're we're seeing a lot of those people leave the business, which is a good thing. And uh, again, with the rates being being high, high as compared to, you know, the last 20 years, um, I think you've got some negotiation now with the seller. I think we talked about this before where it's becoming slowly more of a buyer's market and you can always refi when rates drop. What's a 10-year treasury doing? It, it, oh, it's gone through the roots. Uh, I think it's over 4.8. i have to look that up. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's the highest it's been. And I think we look right here. What is it? Yeah, last
4: I looked on Thursday, it was 49.88%. Uh, 49.
2: 49. Yeah. Uh, 4.8. <laughs> 49. Point eight eight. Point four comment. nine. The Treasury ten 4. yield. Four point nine
1: eight. Four point nine eight
3: percent. Yeah, four point nine eight is is where it's at, which is the highest it's been, uh, again in, in twenty years, which is um, it it's causing uh, um a lot of anxiety in the market. You know, you you look at buying power and what you could qualify for a year and a half ago, say five, 600,000. Now you qualify for 300,000. Mm-hmm. I think so this, this
2: last, this last raise that, that happened. That's when you, you, I think the, the raises of the last year, year and a half are really starting to take place now. Yes. So I think Affect that we're starting to see, you know, cause I go out to a restaurant at a high end restaurant and it's packed. You can't get in. Right, and you know, you're like, what? It's a Tuesday night. Like, what? What, what is going on here? And I know how much it costs us to, to, to. People still are spending money left, left well, and right.
3: They are, but I was in the food store the other day, and this nice older lady behind me she she was buying groceries. Goes, can you believe how much things cost? She goes, I can't have my uh, kids over for Sunday dinner anymore because I can't afford it. That's so sad. It is sad, and it's it's. I think it's affecting a lot of the population that, you know, on, those has, fixed, on incomes. fixed incomes yes. and, uh, that's the tough part, but you're right, Doug, you know, a lot of people, um, uh, are, still have their money or they had equity or they're getting their equity lines or using their credit cards. They're maybe spending when they shouldn't. So maybe a lot of those people shouldn't be at dinner. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah.
2: I mean, you're right. It's expensive. We are just, yeah. we're just
3: talking about drinks too. You know, you get a drink, uh, uh back in the day, um, you were just saying, you know, get a, a beer for a couple bucks, a buck or two. And uh-huh. now it's like nine bucks, eight bucks a lot of these places. It's crazy.
2: It's, 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 yeah, it's gone way up. I mean, it, where I've really seen it is the, the lower end stuff, um, you know, uh, McDonald's, even you know the the, yeah. the, the dollar menus are all gone. Oh, it's two bucks, bucks know, now for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's double. All the, the the you know five for five and yeah. uh, you know five dollar footlongs. Those are those aren't coming back, man. Like no, no, they started raising the uh, the prices for and the they labor. weren't even.
3: Didn't they get sued for not being a foot long or something?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: did yeah. they it really get ten fit
3: <laughs> You're
4: shorting us like like every, everybody's
3: <laughs> always saying how. how anyway, uh, the the fact is, it is definitely affecting people, and uh, that's why we go to the moose, right, Doug? We love the moose. Love the
2: moose, man. Love yeah. the moose. They they have it up there. I remember I did a, a thing for them. Uh, we we did a little thing on on ABC um, on the uh, yeah, the was benefits was it, of the moose on yes. the list. Yeah, and the the Costco of, of drinking. <laughs> and uh, that, where'd it, you get that? It was that's what they called it. So I went okay. on, the, on the list. It was. A, it's a show on ABC, and and they did. A, they interviewed me about uh, the moose and being the the, 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 You're uh, like the spokesperson drinking. for it. Yeah, and and uh, so I sat down and, and did that, and and it was hilarious. And um, but then, like a week later, they upped the the beers like uh, twenty five cents each. Oh, right? people went. Oh my god, up in arms. <laughs> it was. Uh, it went from two fifty to two seventy five. Oh my god! And you would have thought <laughs> they killed dude, their mother. It yeah, was really? it's incredible. <laughs> I I literally got pulled aside by a lady. She she was she had to be seventy five years old, and she pulled pulled me aside and goes, "Hey, Doug." And I'm like, yes, you don't know me, but I'm so-and-so. And I, I think it's really wonderful what you're doing for the moose. And I said, oh, thank you very much. She goes, but please don't do that ever again because now they raised up the, the thing for 25 oh, cents geez. each on the drinks, and I don't want the drinks to go How up anymore. How she blame money. that on you? And I just started laughing. I said, I'm sorry, I have no control over that. You know? well, <laughs> I was I mean, very respectful you're... and nice, but I'm like, I walked away just shaking my head going, oh, my gosh, lady, it's 250 to 275. You can't figure, you can't find anywhere in town yeah, that you get but- Beer she's used 35. to that.
3: Now she, she has yeah. to drink one less beer a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. You know, it's funny. The Moose is the one place where, you, you know, you usually telling the bartender, give me a little bit more. There's, you're like, you know, just chill out on the, on the. And then not course so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So good I was, place. Love the moose. I was, yes. Speaking of
1: things getting more expensive, KTAR was mentioning that due to the increase in oil costs and the Middle East fighting and stuff, they're saying there's a chance that they might not increase the Fed increase the rate at the end of the year. And I swear, within 10 minutes, I'm watching TV, and they said that there's a good chance, and it was the dude who's the Fed chair, yeah. says it's a good chance we're still going to raise it a quarter percent.
3: What's the deal? Are they going to? You know, you, you never know till they have their meeting. Uh, he'll give hints like he did in, at Jackson Hole when he talked, and just him opening his mouth changes markets. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he said he was going to raise it by the end of the year, that most likely um, he kept to that it was probably the worst thing he could done because he, he, he left uncertainty. Yeah. And with uncertainty, the market doesn't like that. It's like, just do it, get it over, rip the bandaid off, and let's go forward. But this whole, I'm going to raise it, I'm not going to raise it, but then we'll have to raise it in the future. It just it
1: it causes rates. To Didn't go up. rates all already kind of price in what he was going to increase? Because I think well, they're up over eight percent now.
3: Not not necessarily because it's they still don't have control of inflation, and that's the number one thing. Whatever else is going on in the world, if there's inflation, they're going to raise the rates because they have to keep keep a lid on the spending. Because you know, obviously. You don't want to turn into Venezuela or some of these other countries where rampant inflation just kills kills everything. It doesn't yeah. matter at that point what rates are when the dollar was worth nothing, right? So they have to do it. it, it people get so mad. Why are they doing? They're ruining. It. Well, it's just it's one of those yin and yangs where they have to control the spending and have to slow things down, or else you know it, it'd be rampant. And the fact that the government's printed so much money, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just inevitable that this is this is going to happen
1: so yeah it's just not i mean you try to get a little bit of a forecast and they changed like literally from story to story
3: and again they're, they're waiting to see other reports coming out you know how's the third quarter gonna look how's the fourth quarter futures looking so they they're still looking at data every day every week to determine whether they're gonna do it or not but it looks most likely they will
1: really quarter yeah. percent man is it, yeah. so are we over eight percent now we're right there we're hovering We're yeah. right <clears throat>
3: excuse me we're right around there um Depending on how much down you put yeah. and your FICO score, that'll that'll determine it.
1: I kind of figure that you guys already priced in that quarter percent. And so if it does come up again, you think it'll raise even far, even further? It's possible, yes. It wow. could go up higher. Yeah, um, Get in and get your loan now. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. Again,
3: like, like uh, Dylan always says, marry the house, date the rate. Now's your time where even though your payment's higher, you can negotiate the price. And then when the rates come down, you can refinance. And refinancing is very easy. If Most people have done it before. It's a simple process.
1: And right now, Doug, you were talking about that sweat equity. There's a ton of ways where old guys like you can figure out ways to get around <laughs> these rules. Like, right. Back <laughs> in my day, I used Never. to paint my own house. <laughs> yep, yep. Never a better time to get an old guy in your corner. Hey, that's right. That's what
2: we do. Kevin and I've been in the business for a long time and uh, uh, you know we we think outside the box. That's why we're still standing here 30 years 30 years later and still as successful as, as ever. So yep. uh, if you if that interests you, if you're looking to, to maybe do some sweat equity on, on and looking to buy a house, give Dylan Martin a call 480-498-8000. Uh we'll hook you up with Kevin at and Kevin's number is 480-560-5555. We'll get you. We'll get you going. Thank you for joining us this weekend. We had a uh, we had a heck of a time. I know we, I haven't laughed that much in a long time. This was a good show, guys. So, good job, Chris. Keep uh keep, keep those, finding those bad stats. Keep <laughs> finding those horrible stats, so I can just laugh out loud and, and everything on that. Everyone have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy this beautiful weather. Uh, take care, and as always, happy investing.